God is great, so I don't have to be in control. So now think of a situation last time that happened. What if in that moment you went like, okay, God, you're great. I really can't control their choices and what comes out of their mouth. Yeah. I'm going to continue to parent them and explain what maybe why that hurt their sister or whatever. But full well knowing they might do it again because I'm not in control. Yeah. What changes in your heart if you hand that over to God and say, God, you're great. Yeah. And there's probably going to be consequences and there'll be things in their relationship that they'll have to make amends for. But maybe that'll teach them how life works and how to get yeah. along with others. That... Well, it takes pressure off. And then also the self-doubt that I th- like when I beat myself up over that. Like, it's not just the relationship between me and them in that situation. But I go like, man, I failed as a parent. Why can't I get this isn't great. fixed? Why can't yeah. I? Exactly. Yeah. And so I just want to remind you, man, yeah. <laughs> God is great. And so you don't have to be in control. Mm-hmm. Parenting is not controlling our kids. Like we said earlier, it's not about behavioral modification. Welcome to the Everyday Disciple Podcast, where you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. In other words, discipleship as a lifestyle. This is the stuff your parents, pastors, and seminary professors probably forgot to tell you. And now, here's your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Brother Heath, how you doing, man? Doing good. How How's you? your kids doing? I'm good. Kids are good. You know, they're they're wild. We, no, they're doing all right. They're, they love learning, man. They all learn differently, passionate about... We've got one that's really into science and one that is really into art and loves like a pottery sort of stuff. Does it there. follow their personalities? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We were building... <laughs> uh, even the other day, we, we had this thing with hairspray and a container with ice cubes and hot water. And you can fire? Make, no, you make Hairspray fire? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, make your clouds in this glass. It's wild. Do not attempt this at home. <laughs> yeah, don't. Do not. <laughs> But the kids are doing good, man. Awesome, brother. They're so awesome. We got to get them over again. I know. It needs to, needs to happen. Hey, uh, let's talk about a review we got from okay. Sleeper Guy 57. <laughs> I was thinking about kids and how I get no sleep. And this Sleeper Guy is somebody I want to know. There you go. Because yeah. I need more sleep. But he said, uh, the show and these guys are the real deal. Every episode speaks to me. The idea of becoming gospel fluent is amazing and yet so foundational. Yeah, how many of us actually live this way? These guys in this podcast are definitely worth your valuable time to listen to and apply to your life. Well, thank you, Sleeper Guy 57. 57. I don't know if you're 57 or if you're born in 57 or you like steak sauce or what? Sleeps 57 hours, hours a, a day week. Yeah. Awesome. Good for you. But thanks for that. That's a generous and gracious review, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right, Caesar. Today we're talking about parenting. Uh, yep. You know it. I know it. Parenting is really difficult. I think every parent actually grasps this and understands it. I thought owning a restaurant was hard. Yeah, right. Nothing compared to parenting, right? <laughs> parenting, man. It's 24-7. <laughs> Dude, you know, it's, it's sad because at times I wonder, I'm sure like every parent, if I'm doing this right or if I'm actually really jacking up my kids. And uh, Both. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking that's probably Thank the goodness for grace. Thank God for grace, right? Yeah. Now you're, we, we, we tease you as the old buck sometimes. And you've got some <laughs> kids, all your kids are out of the house and married and, you yeah. know, Justine, but now they're starting to have kids of their own. You're in a different season. Yeah, Did next you... year, my youngest turns 30. I'm dating myself. Oh my People are listening gosh. going, no way, man. You're not that old. I was eight. T and I were eight when we got married. Yeah. I started having babies at 11. So I am not that old, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I am an old buck. But uh, no, Your T and I- turned out well. They, you know what? They really did. And, I, and I'd and i like to take all the credit for that. And if I was to physically, uh, emotionally like take credit, I'd have to, truth would be, Tina would get most of it, right? <laughs> well, when they were growing up, did you feel at times like, man, we are really screwing them up? 
yeah. And that's why I can't take credit because I, I can look back and it, it's God for sure. You know, mm-hmm. I look back and then, and I, I go, wow. You know, now here's what's cool though. We have had a lot of convert. We have a lot of conversations with our adult kids who are some of our best friends. You sure. know this, you know, about those days or they'll bring up something now that they're parenting and they'll say like, I remember when you did this or you and Ma said this, huh. that was whack, you know? And we'll go, yeah, uh, that's cause that was sinful. Yeah. And I want to tell you why, and I want to repent of it. I'm really, really sorry. You know, so here's, here's the thing. Grace covers more than you'll ever know hmm. if you're honest and humble with your kids. In other words, right now, like when you screw up, tell your kids, you know what? That conversation yesterday, that didn't go, that wasn't like Jesus would have had it. Daddy was mad. And I said this, her mom and I were, you know, we had just been talking about something and we were kind of upset about it. And that leaked on you. And I want to ask you to forgive me. You know, like hmm. if you're honest and that's the posture you have, even as an imperfect parent, yep. it, grace covers it in the moment. But I'm telling you now, I look back or I look at my kids now in their adult life and I go, wow, it's 100% better than our, our parenting should have turned them out. Hmm. It just is. Like, is and crazy? I'm like, grace is so, so big. But I'll tell you, uh, some of the stuff we're going to talk about this today um, is going to help a lot. And, and, you know, and, and we're not going to talk about tricks and tactics and how to get your kids to do this and stop doing that and we'll leave all that stuff to James Dobson and I've raised some very strong-willed kids and I'm thankful for his books you yeah, know? Sure. but I'm not going to get into that kind of stuff parenting's not just about behavioral modification hmm. and today I want to address our own as parents our underlying faith and belief in who God is and how that speaks into how we get to parent our kids yeah and we all would say oh you know this is yeah I know God's this way and I'm like hmm I'm gonna guess as we get into this a little bit um, that uh, it's different than you think. And you, there's some unbelief going on in your heart and head as you parent your kids all the time, and it affects it a lot. And this is this is going to challenge you deeply today, I think. But it will, it, it yeah, hopefully it'll also change you. So um, by the way, I want to tip my hat to anyone listening, especially if you don't have kids and think this won't apply to you. Uh, the stuff we'll talk through is going to uncover today a lot uh, about our hearts and how we deal with people and disciple people and lead others. Yep. So if you ever have friends or family or have a job or anything, this is still going to be straight correlation because it's not tips and tricks. So when your kid smacks his little sister, say that it's not that today. Sure. Okay. As our listeners who listen every week may have recognized, you and I are kind of search dogs, always trying to figure out the thing behind the thing, regardless of whatever topic or issue is that we're actually addressing. And I think when it comes to parenting and the success, failures or stress connected to all of it, stuff like that, You've got some pretty powerful connections to several truths that are actually about God mm-hmm. and what He's like that personally have really set my heart free when it comes to my own parenting challenges. Yeah, and that's some of the stuff we want to share today, you know? And and when it comes to parenting our kids, what we believe to be true about God is probably the most important factor in how we parent. Our, mm-hmm. Let me say it again. When it comes to parenting our kids, what we believe to be true about God, especially in the moment, uh, is probably the most important factor in how we'll parent our kids and what we really think our job or our role is in raising babies to become adults. Hmm. And so there are four eternal truths about God and his character and how he acts in the world that if we believe them, they dramatically speak into how we're currently parenting and how we get to parent in light of those truths. Yeah, you know, uh, we've actually talked about these four truths before. We call them yep. the four Gs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come from Tim Chester, who's a friend, right? Yep. And we did an episode. Brilliant author. Yeah. And yeah, we just keep pounding these four 
geez, because they just they apply to so many things. And you know what's crazy? Every context. Like well, I was talking to a guy the other night after Cigars and Theology, and he's like, man, if I had to take something I learned over the last year, applying the four Gs to every aspect of life. Yeah. Right? It's just right every situation. Yeah, so that's right? why when we wanted to you know, do an episode on parenting, I'm like, oh, do four Gs for here's parenting, the filters, yeah. man. And you might want to go back and listen to the last episode to get a full dose of these four eternal truths. I'm going to read them first, and then yeah. we'll go back over them. Just let these wash over as you're hearing them. Let them wash over your head and your heart, connected to your parenting and your kids, just as I read through them, okay? Yep. So here, and we call them the four Gs because every one of them is something about God that starts with a G, the word G, okay? Yep. So first one is God is great, and there's a corresponding statement that goes with him, okay? And this is where, like, ooh, the conviction starts to fall. Think about your parenting. Sure. God is great, so I don't have to be in control. Hmm. Next one is... God is glorious, so I don't have to fear others yeah. and what they think, right? Yeah. Wow, that's all right. Pause, conviction. No <laughs> joke, just pause um, it. God is good. That's another eternal truth about him. Everything he does is good, so I don't have to look elsewhere for my satisfaction. Mm. Wait till we unpack that one. And then the fourth one, almost like a summary of all of them, but different, is God is gracious, so I don't have to prove myself. Yeah. So we'll, we'll start to, yeah. even just hearing those again, man, by yeah. themselves. It's convicting, uh, especially on some of the current aspects of my parenting. Or actually, maybe I should say Kathleen's parenting. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> she listening to this? Yeah. I hope not. I'm calling her. I'm tweeting. I'm texting her right now. Anyway, all right. Let's go through these, <laughs> sure. and just like with your van, if yeah. you so graciously agree, we'll just kind of dig out. And your parenting is <laughs> yeah, sure. connected to each. So first one is God is great. Like He's great. He's omnipotent. He's all powerful. And we all go, yeah, that's true. Nod, yeah, nod. Yeah. Everybody nods. So I don't have to be in control of everything in my kid's life. Yeah. Which is different than saying, like, I don't have to be, like, my kids can do whatever they want because I don't need to be in control of that situation, right? Or I don't have to have concern or whatever, but sure. I don't have to control every little thing. Yeah. Right? Because God is great. So let me, let's, let's diagnose this a little bit or unpack this by saying, so what comes to mind when I say, Heath, like, with your kids, what is something you go like, man, I feel like out of control there or it, that they, when this one does this one, it bugs the heck out of me. Like, I just can't get them to change. Yeah. For me, it's the, the name calling and the, the way that they constantly speak to one another. Cause it gets in this, when you got four of them and you start the vortex of name calling and, and bashing, it's like, good luck trying to, to break that thing up. So I find myself constantly on edge listening to, to wait for that to start. So then I have to step and attack it because I don't think yeah. I, I have to be the savior in that situation. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, see, so you just said something key there. I have to be the savior. In other words, I have to be God in that situation. Yeah. But how good are you at making that happen? Like as soon as you say it, does it just get better and they never do it again? No. no. Like every few minutes. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't be bringing it up if that was the case. So sure. the truth is you're not in control hmm. because why? Because they're little humans with choice. Sure. Now, do you care about it? Of course, but God is great, so I don't have to be in control. So now think of a situation last time that happened. It was like before you came over. Yeah. <laughs> um, like what if in that moment you went like, okay, God, you're great. I really can't control their choices and what comes out of their mouth. Yeah. Um, I'm going to continue to parent them and explain what maybe why that hurt their sister or whatever. But full well knowing they might do it again they because it again. I'm not in control. Yeah. Like what changes in your heart if you hand that over to God and say, God, you're great. Yeah. And there's probably going to be consequences and there'll be things in their relationship that they'll have to make amends for, but maybe that'll teach them how life works and how to get yeah. along with others that 
Well, it takes pressure off. And then also the self-doubt that I, th- like when I beat myself up over that, like, it's not just the, the relationship between me and them in that situation, but I go like, man, I failed as a parent. Why can't because I get he's this isn't great. fixed? Why can't yeah. I? Exactly. Yeah. And so I just want to remind you, man, <laughs> Yeah. God is great. And so you don't have to be in control. Mm. Parenting is not controlling our kids. Like we said earlier, it's not about behavioral modification. Sure. Parenting them is help them understand what's the thing behind their thing. And, and honey, let's talk about why you called your sister that. Do you think that, yeah. you know, and it, and they might do it a million more times. You've done your job as a parent. So thinking like, there they go again. I must suck as a parent is going, I must suck at being God. Oh. Well, guess what? You do. You do. That's <laughs> yeah, true. We're not God. Yeah. So God is great. I don't have to be in control. So if you're listening to this, fill in the blank. You still parent. Yeah. But the outcome is their choice and ultimately God's. Yeah. It, that's beautiful. You know? and so, it takes so much pressure off. Right? Oh my gosh. And yeah. I would say this too, when you're feeling that, and it's very real too, remember that God's God and you're not in their life. And then remember, pray to God, talk to God about your kid's behavior more than you talk to your kids about their behavior. And that good. seems impossible, but it'll change your parenting. Yeah. Okay. Cool, Next man. one. God is glorious. Yep. Okay. And we've we've said this plenty of times on the, on the show before. The word glory means the way God is. He's the original. He's the preeminent. He's the source. He's the most amazing. Uh, God is glorious, so I don't have to fear others. Meaning like what people look at me or they think about how I'm raising my kids or whatever. Yeah. God's the glorious one. And I just want to tell you, he looks at you, Heath. He looks at everybody who's listening to this as parents today. And he goes, I love you. Mm. I gave you those kids. In fact, those are really my kids. What I think about you is all that really matters. Yeah, that's good. Right? So what what comes to mind when you think about, oh, God is glorious, so I don't have to fear others. Where do you where do you get uptight about what others are thinking about your kids? You know, the first situation that comes to mind is just the pressure that I put on my kids to to be glo- like. I I'm sorry to do this to you, man. No, it's like, good. You're like sweating bullets here. I'm sorry. <laughs> good. Um, so the other day, he had a friend's house and a couple that we absolutely adore. They've got great kids, but very different. I mean, nothing's out of place. It's quiet. The books are, you know, they love to read and, <laughs> you know. And so I remember driving over there, having a pep talk with my kids. Like, I swear to God, if you guys show up to this thing and you're out of control, the second, the second that happens, we're going home, you're not going to eat. You know, and it was, even as you're talking right now, I'm going like, who is glorious in this situation? It's our friends, not God. Like your friends were the most. explaining to our friends, like, oh, I'm sorry, they're, they're never like this. I don't know why, what got and into And you're them. lying about it because they're, they're always this way. <laughs> yeah, totally. They're kids. But, but again, trying to put you everyone else's kids. glory. I just want everybody to know you have good kids. Yeah, they're they're good just kids. normal kids. All right, so. <laughs> Um, get, they probably had the same pep talk with their kids before you showed up. No, he, the Holland cities are coming. They're coming over. <laughs> they're nice people. Let's be in our best behavior. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, as get soon as you don't, toys. you're going to your room. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but so, you look at the pressure of putting on, on. So who was more glorious in that situation? Uh, the, the, our friends. Yeah. yeah. Then God, the God of the universe yeah. who gave you those kids. Yeah. Absolutely. And so think about what changes in your heart. If you go, the glorious one says your kids are kids. And they might break something. They might be a little loud. They might get pouty and go sit in the corner and look weird. Yeah. But the glorious one says, I gave these kids, specifically these kids, to specifically you two. Yeah. Because I'm God and I know what I'm doing. And I love you and I love your kids. And I already know how they're going to turn out. And it's all going to be great, you know, for my glory. Don't stress. Yeah. Right. Think what changes in your heart? I mean, so much. The, the pressure that I put on my kids too, like that is an immediate change. The pressure I, because even my wife will say like, why are you so strung out over this? Like, why, 
Like, why do we have to stop? They haven't even done anything yet. No. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm expecting us to be leaving home embarrassed. And so, um, man, God is glorious. I don't need to fear. Let that wash over you. Now, I don't want our listeners to hear like, so what? You just let your kids go ape nutty and right. (laughs) No, that's not the point. You don't not parent, but see what shifts in your heart is you don't have to give them the pep talk and freaking beat them up and, you know, threaten them on the way over and all. I still don't, you know, (laughs) you just get to let them be. Yeah. Right. Because here's what happens is when we. And I'm not, I'm not pounding on you. I've sure. done it, okay? But here's the thing. When, when we are that way, when we're so locked up with what everybody else is going to think, and we have this fear of man thing, it's so big, everybody's so glorious, then we pound our kids like before, during, and after it. And what we do is we reinforce do to be. Yeah, We're reinforcing in their little hearts, you have to act a certain way to be good kids yeah. or to be... Or to be in my favor. Yeah, in my yeah. favor. You want to go home with a happy dad tonight? You better yeah. act the way and, I'm telling so you So they right go, now. God must be the same way. Yeah. I got to be a certain way and I got to perform and be perfect for God to be happy with me. Yeah. See, this is big. It's huge, man. That's why, you know, we're telling people like, hey, you don't have kids yet. This still applies to you, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, think about other people in your life. The same thing. It's like where I'm going nuts and I'm all stressed and I'm stressing on them because I'm worried someone else is going to look at me and go, oh, what kind of parent are you? Mm. Exactly. And they're not thinking that. They're they're not. <laughs> Most cases. That's right. Right. Um, God is, this is the next one. God is good. He always does what is good. He only does what is good, right? Sure. Perfect. We learned from the story. So I don't have to look elsewhere for my satisfaction. So you know how we uncover this one where we're not believing God is good in our family or in with our parenting? It's what do we complain about? Yeah. Or what do we wish was different about my kids? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what, what's that constant and dripping, nagging thing where we wish was different? If only this. And it might not even be about them. It might be like, oh. You know, if only we made more money, then I could send him to this school and not that school. So my kid's acting up, but it's only because he's at this like dump school or, you know, whatever. And it's like, well, what we're believing is God's not good. See, God, you're good. Okay. I'm going to say, God, you're good. You're good to the universe, but not specifically to my family. But you're not good enough. You could be gooder when it comes to me getting my kids in this situation. Or, you know, it'd be gooder if my oldest was this way instead of that. You know what I'm saying? So what, what comes to mind for you? Like what, like when you're thinking about is God really good and and always good so I don't have to look elsewhere for my satisfaction? Yeah, I think it's the way that I'm constantly comparing my kids to like, well, they're not. It's conversations between me and my wife saying like, why, why are kids not normal? Like, why, why can't not they be normal. like, you know, why can't they be like so-and-so? Or why can't they be like a normal human? Like, there's no other parents in the world that have to deal with a kid that does this. And it's just, yeah. it's like, I'm not believing that God is good in that situation. And he's not No, God gave you a defective kid. Yeah. yeah. Somehow it escaped, you know, the factory. <laughs> and now he's got this thing going on, you know? Yeah. And, like, and, you know, and I want parents to hear this too, that have kids with special needs. Yeah. God is good. Mm-hmm. And he only does what is good, right, and perfect. And he knows exactly who to give which kids to. Yep. And let me tell you this too, okay? That, and this is hard for us to hear. Just like in marriage, God gives us the spouse that we need to help conform us to Christ. Hmm. God gives us kids preeminently so that together, yep. as we work out life and forgiveness and redemption, we're a picture of the gospel happening. That's why we have kids. Okay. Yeah. So God gives us the kids that he knows will parent in a way that will give him the most glory. And he gives us kids that will transform us as a family most into the gospel image that he's trying to display. Yeah. Right, right, man. And so God is good. 
And so we don't have to hope and wonder and grouse and freak out and look elsewhere for our satisfaction. Or sometimes it's not like, I wish they were different. It's like, well, when they're this age, sure. when they get through this, and then you find out, you know, next thing you know, they're all out of the house and you, all you, you did was totally wait for some, you missed it. Yeah. And so I just want what, you know, what shifts if you just, if you, every day you got up and went like, God is good. He made these kids. Yeah. Like, cause we really didn't, you know, if we did, we'd make them different. So sure. we didn't have a choice, you know, we had sex, we had yeah. fun. Maybe it was an accident. Maybe it was on purpose. Nine uh, months but, later. But, you know, maybe we adopted them, sure. but God made those kids and yeah. he's now given them us, to, us to steward and enjoy, but to show the world what he's like. And they're good. Yeah, they're good gifts. Back to creational order. No, they're very good. Yeah. Your kids are very good. Everybody's kids. Listen to this. Do they do certain things? You go, ah, that wasn't a good thing. Yeah. Sure. That's that's not their identity. That's not who God is sees them as and is creating. And all, if only we could see them as good as God sees them. Exactly, man. How beautiful, take right? Take it for granted, yeah. And so, you know, take a deep breath, whatever you're facing today, and go, God, you're good. And so I need to realign how I look at them or personality traits or, you know, like this one is so easy to hang out with one. This one's so, it's not very fun hanging with them or whatever, you know? Sure. Like you need to change your attitude about it and your perspective because God created him good. He yep. only does what is good. The fourth one is God is gracious, so I don't have to prove myself, hmm. prove myself worthy, prove that I'm a good parent, yep. prove to God like I'm not blowing it that bad or, you know, whatever, yeah, or prove sure. to other, or your spouse like, you know, I know I've been working a lot lately or I know I was gruff the other day, but, you know, so God is gracious, meaning you have we have in Christ all of God's unmerited favor. Every sin, every bad attitude, every slip of our tongue, mm. every intentional, unintentional sin, all forgiven, all paid for on the cross, forgiven in Christ. Yeah. So to then say, well, let me try to earn now, you know, this approval, God, yep. by my actions. Like, I'm going to parent better this time. Wow, you'll see. And the next month, I'm going to, you know, is actually almost like, I think it's disdainful. God's sure. like, as if I didn't know, and that's why my well, son died for you. It's running to a law too, right? Like it, it's it's saying, well, now I'll keep the law. That'll fix me. Right. It's like, no, it's exactly. not going to fix you. <laughs> so we're not believing that God is actually gracious yeah. when we're all locked up trying to prove ourselves. Like, yeah. well, watch, well, I'm going to prove, right? So what comes to mind? Like where, any areas where this affects your parenting or comes up? Yeah. I, I was thinking about how hard sometimes I come down on my kids and consequently to myself. And then I feel like there's this penance that I own. So I, you know, if I'm, if I come down really hard on usually my oldest, because he's the most like me, he's the most driven and, and stubborn. And I feel like, man, I have to, I've screwed up. And in order to make God look beautiful, I have to like over, like over apologize, overdo it, buy stuff, buy gifts, take him out for daddy date. Uh, and I think that's the first thing that comes to mind. Is so, like, so right now, so now you're trying to prove yourself to them. Yeah. You're probably... I'm going to guess, I mean, I don't know your heart, but you might also be trying to prove yourself to yourself. Sure. Absolutely. Like, like oh, come on, I'm not really that way. And I to mean, God and to my wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. But, it, but what happens if you go, but grace, which is unmerited favor for my screw ups yeah. for sin, right? Cause if, when I'm, when I'm not, I don't need it, but it's, you know, grace abounds in sin, right? Sure. Since I have God's grace unlimited, what changes, you know, yeah. in our parenting well, I can rest in that, right? And I can point, I can, I think this is the most beautiful time to be able to point your kids to, to the graciousness of God. And be okay. honest about where you fail. Yeah. And that's what I'm, like, uh, we've really grown in that and going like, 
you know what? Dad screwed up as a father and I'm not a perfect father. I want to be. I want to yeah. be like Jesus. Like, I want to be like God. He's a perfect father. Here's where I screwed up. Here's, can, will you forgive me? Because I need your forgiveness. I'll tell you that, Heath, right, what you're saying right there will transform your parenting and, it, and it'll show that you believe in grace and that you need grace. Right. So I think we live so often as Christians and as parents where we don't want to look like we needed grace. Like, you know, I got Jesus, I know you died for my sins. Wasn't that many were mine, right? I mean, out of the whole yeah, world, sure. pretty small percentage were mine. You know, yeah. that's how we kind of think. We look at everybody else and go, oh, that guy, though, probably, you probably died twice for him. You know, it's like, but what are we modeling to our kids mm. if we're always trying to prove ourselves? And then, so now we, we parent the other direction, like you said, like, sure. now I'm buying them all this stuff. No, you can stay up later. It's okay. So yeah. now we're not, not parenting very well. Yep. And we're saying, oh, you know what? You, you don't need grace. You need to perform. Yeah. Or you need like to. It all goes back to that due to be. Which is crazy because I know in my life it's an overreaction to the way that I was parented, mm, right? And so sure, often it is. But the beautiful thing, even for the people listening to the show, they're like, I just, ah, that feels really hard to me. Your kids, I've never once, no matter how bad I've blown it, and I've blown it a ton, I've never once had my kid go, no, that's not a good enough apology. My, I mean, they're just oh, so it's always generous. the opposite, right? My kids yeah, are like, like, of course, dad. They always give me a pass. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to pass. No, no, it's okay. Like, it's fine, not dad. okay. It was sinful. Yeah. Here's why. Yeah. And there's a tip too. When when confessing to your kids that was that was wrong, name sin, sin, and yep. why. And own it. Yeah. Here was my unbelief. I was yeah. thinking this. I was trying to control you in the moment. Or I were think I was thinking that, you know, if you would only be more like your sister, and I said that to you. And you know, honey, you be you. Yeah. God's made you so good. Yep. And I'm so I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. And you know, you're when you when you can believe grace and show your need for grace and then go and apologize to your kids and name your sin and why and ask them to forgive you, that is the that is gold parenting. Absolutely, man. man. I'll, and I'll just you know you talk about man, your kids turn out great. It's like not because of great parenting, but because of great grace. Yeah, exactly. And we're still getting to we're still getting to have those conversations. So so here's also a little word of hope to everybody. You got. You got a long time to have these conversations yeah. and your kids will bring them up. My, my son in the last year has brought up at least twice to me certain things that happened when he was a kid or patterns of our relationship in pretty hard ways, hmm. not to wound me. They were very much just us having a man to man conversation, you know, yeah. and now he's a father and we got to talk very honestly and openly about why that was wrong, how it hurt him, hmm. why that was sin why I'm so grateful for grace, why I can see that grace is evident in his life because he's not that way, you know? That's beautiful. It, it's so beautiful, man. Now, yeah. does it wound a little? Yeah, sure. but in the best way. Yeah. In the best way, man. You're right, man. That that relationship and the way that our kids are so forgiving and the way it's able now to be trans, like transposed between your relationship with little C and how he's coming to you still, and that's going to affect his relationship with his son. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it is. It's, it's generation am it's shifting. Amazing. And I can see, I can look back now, and I can see where God is, in fact, great. Yeah. And I didn't have to try to control it. Like, yep. this part of their life or that. All I did was drive a wedge, right? Yeah. Or, or I, you know, where I wasn't believing he was the glorious one, and so I wanted them to always be on their best behavior and perform and to don't knock that over. <laughs> exactly. And if they did, oh my God, well, you know, he's been sick lately and I'm making all kinds of, you know, and I can see where God's good all my kids are so amazing and unique and different and they're good to people and they love people. And, and I'll tell you, he's been gracious. Like I said, okay, it's man. not the, I mean, all of it. So hopefully this gives parents hope that they feel like they're on their last rope, but you know, our parenting and, and those changes, they don't start with behavioral modification. They start with us. Yep. They're right. really believing what's true about God and how he views us. Yeah. 
You know, the thing I'm going to brag about about this episode is that there's so many parenting books that, I mean, there's more parenting books than you can even imagine, right? And they're all, not all, but many of them lead to, well, do this, change this, like modify this, work harder on this, do more of this, do less of this. And this is a totally different way of viewing, uh, viewing parenting yeah. in the way that you God, still parent. Yeah. But what's going on in your heart and in your relationship with your kids and therefore in their hearts? Yeah. Very yeah. different. Can be very different. And I know we've been moving quick. We could probably spend hours on this and maybe a whole book someday. Who knows? Yeah, but I'd love that. I'll ask Tim to write it. <laughs> well, let's do the big three for this week. And that's the three takeaways that we just want you to walk away with right now. And Minimally, get- the biggest yeah. things. Don't miss these, right? And you get them for free by going to everydaydisciple.com slash big three. <laughs> Print it out, put it on your fridge. Yeah. Uh, so Caesar, how would what would you say the big three are for this week? Okay, real quick. First one, parenting is not primarily about behavioral modification mm-hmm. and getting our kids fed and to bed. I look back now at my parenting and so much of it felt like that. Like try yeah. to get them to behave, try to get them to not kill each other. Don't make me look bad. Get fed, get to bed. And yeah. like in 20 years, you'll move out. You know, like how we parent our kids in light of and because of what we believe to be true about God will be a huge witness of, of your true faith to your children, hmm. faith in word and action. Good, like man. you're letting your faith leak out in a big way this way. Second one, God's love for you is not based on your performance as parents. Hmm. Just let that soak in. It doesn't change. You might be the tiredest, laziest, angriest, whatever, you know, yep. or gentlest and too soft. What God's love for you is not based on that. God loves you immeasurably and he's on your side. And we can be grateful that we have a perfect father. He is perfect, even though we're not perfect. And That's guess good. what? We have the same Holy Spirit, his spirit, that perfect father spirit that guided Jesus in his life perfectly to now guide and comfort us through all the trials of parenting. Hooray. That's so good. <laughs> right? And then believe that. Like, if you don't believe in the Holy Spirit, then you don't believe in God because he's he is God, right? So you have that spirit of God in you to help you in your parenting. Yeah. And third one, when feeling stress or tension as a parent, Stop to ask yourself what you may not be believing to be true about God in that moment Hmm. or in connection to the situation that you're facing with your child. So remember, God is great, so you don't have to be in control. God is glorious, so you don't have to fear what others think right now. That's their issue. God is good, so you don't have to look elsewhere or wish your kids were different or some other situation in your life. He's good, and God is gracious, so you don't have to prove yourself to your kids or yourself or your spouse or others or God. Love it, man. Okay, so I'm going to also give you in, in this week's big three, um, there'll be a link where you can print off a, a pretty cool little flyer of the four Gs. You know, it's all designed and yeah. suitable for framing. Okay, that's about it for today. Again, if you haven't listened to last week's episode where we really unpacked the four Gs, we go deep, we dive in deep, and you can learn the true root of all human sin, your sin, my sin, others in your life. Go back, check out that episode right now. You're going to dig it, pretty sure. Now, next week, I have some special guests, some folks, actually really good friends of mine who are true disciple-making practitioners, and they'll be talking with me about specific challenges they've faced in living out a lifestyle of discipleship and how they're overcoming those challenges. I'm going to guess that you're probably going to relate to what they have and are experiencing as well. So please join me for that. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. For more information on this show and to get loads of free discipleship resources, visit everydaydisciple.com. And remember, you really can live with the spiritual freedom and relational peace that Jesus promised every day. 